are listening to Help for HD Live, the first podcast created for families living with Huntington's and juvenile Huntington's disease. Don't forget to find us on iTunes, Blog Talk, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. You can also search over 500 archived episodes and other projects at helpforhd.org. To watch us in person, find Help for HD TV on YouTube and subscribe and ring the bell for notifications on new content. Help for HD Live is going on air in 5, 4, 3, 2, much for tuning in to Help for HD Live. This is Lauren. This show is uh, provided because of a grant from Teva Pharmaceuticals and the Kriven Foundation. Today, I've got Kirsten on the line. Um, and Hi. Hi, Kirsten. And Kirsten's going to share um, her story with us, um, her HD story. But let's start off. Kirsten, tell us where you're from. I am from Darlington, which is uh, an ex-mining town in the northeast of England. And how are things going there in England with all of the COVID stuff? Um, not too bad. Just we're starting. We're going to get the pubs open on the fourth of July, so hopefully things will be back to normal. But not seeing my friends since March, so it's a bit sucks a bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. I wouldn't be surprised. I live in North Carolina, so I wouldn't be surprised if we shut down everything again because our numbers are going up. So. Yeah, no, I think, yeah. I think I'm, not, I'm expecting the same for us as well, to be honest. But yeah. I just have to be hopeful, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and so you come from an HD family. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about that. when you found out about it at that 
age? Um, I don't, I, I can't really remember. I think I w- at first I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then um, after that, it was like I started not sleeping properly on the night time. And, um, you know, just things like that. And just put you on things like my grandma shouting me. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. How you reacted when you found out? Oh, when I first found out, so I don't know, I didn't sleep properly, but then my mum got in contact with, like, her, you know, the HD group? Yes. Like, the, the weekends away thing, she got in contact with one of them for me, and I actually had my first, like, what's it called, time away from home, and I actually met other people that were affected by it, and it, it, it helped me a lot. So, uh, I've come to terms with it now, but at the time I was very scared because I didn't know anything about it, really. Yeah, I found out at age 15, too, so it's really cool to hear another story of, you know, what somebody went through, um, just because I remember going, well, what's that? And then just started researching, and it was terrifying researching it back then. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and I think it's scared me most because obviously the the life expectancy is so short. Right. So I was like, oh, God. Yeah. And COVID has really affected your family. And um, and can you tell us a little bit about that and how your family has been affected by it? So when we got put on lockdown in the UK, I think it was about the end of March time. Um, obviously they shut down all the care homes and um, couldn't go and see you, etc. So, but my dad's care home had shut down the place um, two weeks before the official lockdown happened. So I haven't seen my dad in 10, 11 weeks. Um, and then I think end of, end of, no, maybe the beginning of April time, got a phone call from the hospital not from the hospital, from the care home, and they said, your dad's not himself, he's got a bit of a, like, a chest infection, so they called the ambulance, took him to the hospital, and said, oh, yeah, he's, he's got chest infection, so we'll give him some antibiotics, um, keep him in for a few days, do a COVID test, and then he can go home. So he had the COVID test, he came back negative, then he went back to the care home, um, and got another call at about 3 o'clock in the morning, two weeks later, I think, um, saying, your dad's, your dad's gone funny again. He went to hospital on the, I think it was the Friday night, I think. I got the phone call, like, early Saturday morning. Um, they were false negative, false positive or something. Came back, like, something like that. And um, so they, they did another one. And that came back positive for COVID. Um, and then he just kept deteriorating. Um, till eventually they had to put his oxygen up even more, and um, and then on the 
Tuesday morning, he passed away. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And you had you had not been able to see him or anything. No, no, I couldn't even. They said to me I could go to the hospital to see him, but it could have only been one one person. And even though my mum and dad was like divorced, they get they still got on like amazingly. They were they were so much better apart than they were together. And I don't live with my mum or my brother. I live with my grandma, so it was either. One of like either me and my brother go and see him, or and yeah, because of COVID, mm-hmm. they're not able to see their families, and then this stuff happens, uh, and it's just absolutely I devastating. Um, I, know. I think people just think that care homes are for old people that don't have any family, right? But the care home mad was in. Yes, it was like older people in there, but the floor he was on, it was the people that had people that were his age in the fifties and some of them even younger that had like brain damage right. and like learning difficulty like severe learning like difficulties. So obviously they still got parents that couldn't see them. And it just it just affected he kept phoning me every week, like, Are you coming up to see me? I'd be like, I can't come up to see you because I can't I'm not allowed to and I don't think he, I, I don't think he quite understood what was going on really but yeah. Well, I know my dad doesn't completely get what's going on. You know, no. he knows something's going on because we make him wear a mask, but um, yeah, he doesn't yeah. understand. Like the, I'm county 
my council's called County Durham, where I want to scatter in, and then the one where my nana is, that's um, a different county, so I've had to get in touch with two different counties to level. I'm just waiting to hear back from the one where his mum and dad buried at the moment. So hopefully it should be by this week. I should have scattered and buried, but just have to wait and see for that one. Yeah. Well, I hope that gives you some closure and. You know, yeah, I know there's always going to be those those uh, those feelings, you know, especially since mm-hmm. you didn't get to see him for so long beforehand. But I, I, I hope it gives you some peace. Thank you. I don't want to keep you too long. I know we're on time, big time difference. Um, <laughs> but, Kirsten, I want to thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story and your dad's story. Um, and I wish you and your family well. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. For everybody who is listening, please make sure to tune in for Triplet Therapeutics. We've got two shows with them coming up in July um, that, you know, we're going to have two different uh, experts talking to us from Triplet Therapeutics. Please make sure to tune in there. Please make sure to find our support on Facebook um, and the help. HD Live Facebook page. Um, you know, the best thing we can do for each other, especially during the COVID-19 stuff, is to to show support online and through Zoom and video chats and, um, you know, stay together that way. Uh, so please, you know, reach out on Facebook. And if you've got a story to tell, please let me know. And um, everybody take care. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to visit www.help4hd.org and sign up for our email newsletter to stay up to date on all that is going on at Help for HD. Get social with us and like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and subscribe to Help for HD TV on YouTube and ring the bell for notifications.